graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Michael, how can you appreciate women so much but also dump one of them? You mean, how can I be so illogical and flighty and unpredictable and emotional? Well, maybe I learned something from women after all. I mean, you don't think that he jerked off to me. Yeah. Really? Bitch, duh. All teachers jerk off to their students. No, they don't. All teachers do not jerk off to their students. Oh, sweet Abby. Once students have flowered, teachers are either f***ing them or jerking off to them. Respect the ones who only jerk off. The other ones are in the news. No. No, no. Alanda, no. We can't control our thoughts, dude. Jerking off is not a crime. Well, it depends on where you do it. In the privacy of their own home? I don't know. It still creeps me out. All right, let's get real. You ever jerk off to JTT? Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Yeah, I mean, all the time. As he was on Home Improvement? That poreless olive skin? Or as he is now, a present-day 31-year-old actor? Oh, no. I've been jerking out to a teenager every other night. And are you a creep? Are you a criminal? We're all jerking off to teenagers. And I'll tell you what, they're jerking off to us, too. That's the circle of life. When you say it like that, it's not creepy at all. Yes, dude. Jerking off is all we got. It literally saves the world. Thank you. Yeah, it's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show, and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey, man, this is Kevin Smith, guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Colon and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And this is the first podcast of 2019. We were going to record last week, but of course, life is life. Shit gets in the way. But, you know, as they say, new year, new me, Paul. <laughs> is that what they say that same old bullshit enough of that fucking nonsense i just, I, I i think i posted the perfect one where it says i ain't changing shit in 2019 because i ain't the fucking problem with that being um chris is the problem um i am not the problem <laughs> what is, that sounds like a movie quote i am not the fucking problem no but uh where to begin our government shut down paul stupid government shutdown. <laughs> Now you like need... it, it was it was okay until they said, "Oh, guess what? Your taxes aren't going to get paid, aren't going to come out either." And I'm like, "Excuse me." But that's like I I do not think it's good. You know, okay, fine. Technically, yes, I think if, if it went all the way to August fifteenth, that might be possible. I mean, April fifteenth, that might be a possibility. But that's not. I mean, you know, these people need to chill out. You know, I mean, I guess yes, technically, you know, but. You know, shit's gonna happen soon, soon enough. It's not like it's we're not gonna have. You know, it's not like we're not gonna have government till August, April fifteenth. But uh, you know, and I'm kind of, you know, I kind of, I wonder for the the government employees who voted for Trump. I I, I would love to get their reactions now. The people who are like aren't getting paid and stuff like that. How do you feel now? Huh? How's that? How's that working out for you? Is he is he is he running the government like he said he's gonna run his business? Not paying his employees. 
Because he's notorious for that, not paying his fucking employees or, or contracting jobs and, and not coming through when the time comes to pay. So how's that working out? But uh, okay, so unless you have more on that, uh, the last time we were supposed to record last week and I have this, I still have my notes from last week's episode. So if some of this stuff is old news, uh, you know, fuck it. I'm not going to throw out fucking perfectly good notes. Um, it would have been Stanley's 96th birth. So I thought that's, that's kind of sad that, you know, we, we've gone a year so far without Stanley and... On New Year's Eve, I decided to watch a, a couple of movies, and uh, well, two, two movies that I, I haven't had a chance to see up until that point. I saw uh, Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp, which was good. I, you know, it's funny like that movie didn't doesn't get the props I think it deserves. Um, it was pretty fun. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of a low stakes movie. I mean, it came out after fucking Infinity War, so you know. After Infinity War being like all heavy and fucking, you know, depressing and people are turning into dust and, you know, are they ever going to come back? Um, you know, and Man vs. the Wasp, it was fun. It was light. I enjoyed it. And then like, and then I forgot. Oh, yeah. Stan Lee has a cameo in it uh, where uh, he, they, you know, they're, they're driving cars down the street and uh, they're driving their, their van down the street and they have like the shrinking gun or whatever. And so Stanley goes to stick his keys in the car, and they shrink the car that he's about to stick his keys into. And uh, he goes, you know, the 60s were good, but I'm paying for it now, <laughs> which I thought was cute. And then I also saw uh, Venom on New Year's Day, on New Year's Eve. I was like, let me catch up on all the movies I haven't seen. And both of them were available. Well, they're, they're streaming, but they weren't streaming on all of the, any of the major sites. <laughs> You know, I hate it when nowadays it sucks because you try to look up a movie that's not on Netflix or not on Hulu and you says, you know, stream such as stream Venom. And it's like, you know, sure, you can stream it on this legit site. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch. I don't want to pay to see it. I don't want to watch it on Voodoo. I want to fucking stream it illegally. God damn it. But uh, so I was watching uh, Venom. the opinions of Chris. Blum don't necessarily. <laughs> I want to see it now and I don't want to pay for it. Uh, so. I went. I, I saw a streaming of Venom, which once again was an okay. It was okay. I mean, seeing that you know we could have had, you know, it's one of those deals where you know Venom came out ten years ago, it would have been really good, definitely, especially after the last bullshit uh, we had in a movie. But it's just like nowadays, you know, they could have done so much more with it. Um, but I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's just it could have been. But it's like I think like right now they're saying it's nearing like a billion dollars in, in profits and stuff like that. So yeah. it's very so there's going to be a Venom too, and I think with this kind of money, you know, we're gonna see we're gonna have Tom Holland in it. I mean, they'd be shooting themselves in the foot if they didn't have. But then again, I would have said, you know, for them to put not put Tom Holland in the Venom movie, you know, I would have said that first, like, oh, they're they're definitely gonna put Tom Holland in it, and I was wrong about that. So, um, I wonder if they're gonna try to if they're gonna try to do it with without Tom Holland. They'd be stupid if they did it. But then again, you know, um. The only one I haven't seen yet, not, not for the lack of trying, is uh, Into the Spider-Verse, which I think is something we mentioned in the last episode. I haven't seen it yet, but I, you know, I guess I'll see it legit one day. Um, <laughs> Notice how he said, one day. Yeah. Well, it's funny how, like, uh, the last episode, I had, I had already seen Aquaman, even though it wasn't in the <laughs> U.S. theaters yet. Um, and that's and that, And that's another one that's going strong right now. You know, once again, that's another one coming close to a billion dollars. And then, you know, with, with Wonder Woman right around the corner and Shazam right around the corner. And, you know, them getting ready to start filming the, the Harley Quinn movie. You know, we're going to get more 
of we're going to get more DC movies from that universe, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, the, uh, Henry Cavill tweeted a funny picture. Did you see the picture he he tweeted for Aquaman? Um, with him in the no. water. He 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 put a picture of him in the water with like like his face. It's like it's really close up. So really, all you see is like his face. So he's halfway in the water. But he's also holding up like a spork, like like he's holding up like it's supposed to be like Aquaman holding the trident. <laughs> so, oh, oh wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I thought that was, or it might have, or it might have been just a fork. Excuse me, not a spork. But you know, it's supposed to be. And it's funny how like people are posting memes where they're showing the picture of um, of 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 what's his face uh, from Aquaman, uh, Steve Carell. From Aquaman, because remember when the, all the guys from Aquaman had the, I mean, I, Steve Carell from Anchorman, excuse me, and they're saying Aquaman, because uh, Steve Carell is, is throwing a trident <laughs> in the middle. Remember they have that big all-out brawl, all the all the Anchorman, all the Anchormen, and he's like, and I think Brick had a had a had a yeah, trident. they they put him in like a a meme or something. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and it's funny because Aquaman, the real legit Aquaman, doesn't have a trident in the movie. A trident try. A trident has three points. Uh, what Aquaman has in the movie has five points. And then, but in all fairness, I don't think they call it a trident. They call it something else in the movie. But you know, everyone says oh, Aquaman and his trident. It's not a trident. And that's 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 just nerdy talk. Um, speaking of New Year's Eve, and, and uh, what did you do New Year's Eve? <laughs> I worked. Oh, you did. I did. Did did you work through midnight, or did they had they had to end the movies before midnight, right? Oh no no no! I I, I worked. I had to because um, of the how things are. I have to close the inventory, so um, that's what I was doing. So when the ball dropped, you were at fucking work. Yeah, oh, that sucks. But I have these. I have. T- I had yesterday off. I have today off, and then I have Saturday off. So yeah. and then come to find out, like literally, as I'm off, they they sat there and they're like, oh, by the way, we're not going to close inventory anymore until the end of the month. From now on, I'm just like, really, dude. <laughs> I'm like, so well. I mean, technically, it was the end of the month for the for New Year's, so I guess you know. Yeah, and this is something is like is. like something we've been talking about. Uh, well, something we we're talking about before the show is that like my last uh, in my current job towards the end mm-hmm. of last month, uh, it was just sort of like I think it, it's it's that weird week between Christmas and New Year's where like nobody's doing anything. Like I mean, of course there are some obviously. Some people have jobs, and a shout out to to one of the listeners of the show, Tommy B, because he I, I felt bad because he had also had to work through through New Year's, um, but like that last week, my job, uh, you know, like last week, I was fucking twiddling my thumbs all week because there's really nothing to do. My job, because and once again, my job is sort of like on demand thing, and there are other layers and there's other teams I could be a part of, but my particular team really had nothing to do last. And and here we are, once the New Year hit. I think all the shit, all the work that didn't get done last week has now fucking piled on us this week. And it's, you know, it's one of those viewers are like, you know, last week I, I, I didn't have anything to do. Now I have too much to fucking do. So I kind of have to, I kind of have to work more hours than what I'm supposed to because I'm trying to make up for last week for just sitting around twiddling my fucking thumbs. Um, so, I mean, I mean, it's a good problem to have and, and hopefully soon I'll be going to full time because right now I'm still technically part time. But, you know, I mean, I'm, kind of I'm, I'm i'm trying to keep a fucking roof over my head uh you know one of the things about uh you know one i really wanted to go down to new york city to visit my family for new year's especially i had that yeah. week off my daughter had the week off but just fucking money sucks man it's like you know the money right now you know it's like 
you know, you got to pay rent and got to take care of shit. And I'm still fucking part time. And like, I promised my mom I was going to go down. Did, and it's just, did they ever contact you about like that, that one company? Did she ever contact you again about potential jobs? Um, oh, no, no, no. My old company. No. I, you know, I told her, look, if you can't give me X amount of money an hour, don't fucking bother me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. And she didn't hear, I didn't hear from her, but you know what? After, I mean, it was that same company in the last two places I worked fucking kind of both just let me go for no fucking reason. And, you know, and I mean, and I, and I'm not going to be like corny, like, oh, new year, new me, but it's sort of, I mean, part of me is this, you know what? This is a new year. It is, it does feel like a bit of a start over. You know, I started working for my boy, uh, you know, back in, you know, I started working for my boy, you know, I mean, I was kind of working both jobs back in like September. And and I'm still not technically part time. I'm still technically not full time, but hopefully soon. Uh, you know, I spoke to him today, and he's like, you know, the full time is like right around the corner. But you know, you know, I, I do want to think of 2019 as like a new start. Yeah. You know, it it it, it blows my mind where mm. all these people are posting memes right now. Is like how 1999 was 20 years ago, and I was like, holy shit, 1999. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said too. I'm like, oh my god, like, what is going I, like, on I, here? I clearly remember. That's I know I'm an old man because like I remember 1999 as if it was like fucking yesterday. Like I remembered, you know, uh, you know, I remember where I was during, you know, when they got the news of like the Columbine shooting. You know, I remember. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember where I was. You know, I remember, like, the one of the most beautiful things, like, I went to go see, you know, not the Columbine shooting, uh, you know, I went to go see The Matrix, two movies of that year that I went to go see, The Matrix and Fight Club, both of those movies I went to go see without really seeing trailers for them, you know, and a lot of people love fucking Fight Club, a lot of people love uh, 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 The Matrix, uh, you know, both of those movies I kind of went into, like, blind, I guess would be the best way to put it, and yeah. two of the, you know, great fucking movies you know i, I you know uh what was the, the i think what was i think dogma was 99 kevin smith's dogma uh well but then when i i kind of was aware of um you know i mean you know all the the y2k everyone was scared of y2k and everyone thought the computers were gonna fucking shut down and and if i'm not mistaken the first episode of family guy was 20 years ago because if i remember it was that, that it might was, be it was after the super bowl i re- i specifically remember in the beginning of 2000, I mean, excuse me, beginning of 1999, that first month, I had moved down to Philadelphia, or just south of Philadelphia, and yeah. and and me and my boy, we were we moved in together because we he got it he helped he got a job down there and he helped me get a job down there, and uh, it, like I remember like we had moved in earlier that week, and we were fully moved in by like the day the Super Bowl came on, and I specifically remember after the Super Bowl. Um, uh, watching Family Guy, yeah, and 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 that was an episode about like Y two K and and planes falling out of the sky and shit like that. <laughs> um, yeah, it, who would have thought? You know, two years later, fucking nine eleven. But you know, at that particular time, you know, it was still lighthearted planes falling out of the sky shit. Um, I'm trying to remember what else happened in nineteen. I mean, I moved a lot. I, I had like four different jobs in nineteen. Like I moved to Philly. I moved back to New York. I came, you know. Uh, and that was right. Sounds before, like a lot of crap. Right before I became a correction officer. All right, so let's uh, let's let's move on to to others. Let's talk about well, other current things. Well, l- let me just say something real quick. Like uh-huh. you know, with what you were doing before, man. Like that wasn't. That's just like temporary work, man. They were. They weren't. I I know you wanted to have like some of those jobs. You were like, yeah, I should do this for full time. But that stuff was like temporary, man. That wasn't like. 
Yeah, I just you know it was the the other company that first one you know I was I wouldn't have been happy there but like it's just when I was working at the bookbinding place like I felt you know I thought like I was gonna be in the pocket of this guy like I thought like he was gonna be like you know he was gonna look out for me and you know I was getting extra hours and and I was sort of in charge of this team and I really felt like I was like well. I mean, you, I mean, from what you said to me, you were pretty much the longest person there from all the people that get hired at the same time, so. Yeah. It's just, you know what I mean? It's, just, I, it's, it's more of like a betrayal, I swear to God. Because it's not the jobs. I hate, you know, both of those jobs suck, but it's just sort of, but it yeah. just sort of feels like, you know, you, you, you're made to feel special and then they just get rid of you for no fucking reason. That's what kills me the most. Is I can understand if I was late all the time, you know. You know, I've lost jobs for fucking, you know, I've lost jobs for reasons that can be put on paper. It's just sort of be like, you know, and that's, I guess that's, that's the whole point of these temp jobs is, you know, they're not there for, to be permanent jobs. They're there to fucking use people. You know, they're there to fucking, you know, manipulate the fucking workforce as much as they can. And then, yeah. you know, as soon as they don't need you, drop you like a fucking bad habit. And that's my fault. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have gone into those jobs thinking there'd be anything else other than, you know, but it's, I mean, it sucks looking for new work. And, and even like right now, like I, I have the job I have now and I wish I had a car. I wish I had a car so I could just fucking, you know, I could start doing Uber so I can make up for the time that I'm not working. But, you know, I work, you know, I, I'm not full time just yet. And I, you know, I want to do more, but it's sort of like, <laughs> you know, I can't do anything until hey, I have hey, a car. Let's just put it this way. Like, don't, uh, don't, uh, don't say that right now because it didn't. If you want to become full time, you might be doing so much work that you're gonna pull your hair out, so to speak. Oh yeah, well no, yeah, that's I mean that's the funny thing. That's exactly what's gonna happen is you know I'm gonna start working full time, and once I start working full time, I'll be making decent money, and then I'll be like, oh my god, I fucking I just want to go on vacation, you know? Like I'll get a car, I'm like, but fuck that, I'm not gonna be working, I'm not gonna be doing Uber, I'm fucking tired, because it, it is, and it's one of those deals where it's not a hard job, but it is a TD. Details matter and everything like that, so. You know, uh, you know, everything, you know, I'll find something else to be miserable, (laughs) miserable about. Trust me. Um, So, uh, I mean, let's move on to new things. Uh, Things, two of the things I guess a lot of people are talking about, or at least they've talked about recently on Facebook and stuff like that are from Netflix. Uh, There's Bird Box and then there's Bandersnatch. So I I think I'd asked you before the episode, have you seen either of these? I mean, I've seen enough memes from like, <laughs> what is it? Uh, from that one show that I just want to shoot myself. Well, the uh, all right, so so Bird Box is basically uh, Bird Box is basically uh, a quiet place, but you can't look instead of can't make noise. You know, a quiet place is you know I did, I still haven't seen a quiet place, but I hear it's real good. But you know, the 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 premise of that was. You know, if you make a if you make a loud noise, these monsters will come and attack you because they respond to noise. Well, in Bird Box, and I'll, we're gonna get a little, I guess, not spoilery, spoilery, but you know, the premise is is there's something. It, they 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 kind of make it like out to be a monster, but you never see the monster at all through the whole movie. And it's where if you look at the monster, like your biggest fears flood your mind. It's like it's like the worst things you could possibly imagine flood your mind to the point where all you want to do is kill yourself which is funny because it reminds it's very much a lot of people brought up of the the happening m night Shyamalan's the happening mm-hmm. so uh you know people step in front of cars they shoot themselves in the fucking head they'll bash their heads against a mirror a window and you know so that's what happens if you see the monster and even if like if you're looking through a video camera you'll see the monster 
you know, you'll still go crazy. That's weird. Um, then there's, uh, but then uh, of the people who survive, there's also if a legitimately crazy person sees the monster, it doesn't like it affects them, but it doesn't it doesn't make them want to kill themselves. So it, it makes crazy people. Like it makes them into like religious zealots or some shit. So um, you know, it's it's sort of so all the crazy people are trying to make the people who are still alive look at the monster. <laughs> you know, look at them, you'll be awakened. You know, so it's it's a it's I don't know if it's supposed to be an allegory for something, but you know, only crazy people you know want to spread the word of the gospel or whatever. Um, and then like and then it has what's her face? Uh, why am I drawing a blank on her name? Uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. And what happens to Sandra Bullock? I don't know. If she got. She tried to get surgery on her face, on on, on her like. Cause like her lips all look all fucked up. And a lot of, including my daughter, because my daughter likes horror movies. So, I mean, it's not like a horror horror movie, but I mean, there is like a little bit of blood and gore in it. But my daughter goes, that he looks. She looks like Michael Jackson. <laughs> and you know, and maybe my, it's something. Maybe it has something to do with the movie, because I've seen. I've seen like. Uh because there's so much of it out there with bird box i haven't seen like any terrible pictures of her so maybe it has something to do with the movie yeah it's just sort of like you know my daughter has no other frame of reference she doesn't know kendra bullock but she's like that lady looks like michael jackson and that's right so you know the whole thing is like you know sandra bullock and i think she's gotten work done on her face because sandra bullock used to be one of the most fucking gorgeous women in hollywood you know and not even like well she's also older now too so yeah. you gotta I keep mean, that in mind i mean like you know okay fine like i mean i know there's like those miscongeniality movies she both both of them where she's supposed to be like she's supposed to pass for uh, like a beauty queen but like i fell in love with her in demolition man <laughs> you know what i'm saying like she was yeah demolition man she was pretty she cute, was man. fine a demolition man and like i don't know something just ooh, you know um yeah chris chris you got to do that off the pod <laughs> i was saying i'm just saying time sucks man i mean you know i mean i'm glad she's working but you know it just oof. by the way like I, i've i've heard from a couple people that they're like this is basically all this stuff that they're talking like you know how they're doing it like all, all the publicity it's gotten the free publicity mm-hmm like if any other show had had that, you know, they would do just as well as this is this movie, or you know, a show or movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of just interesting to see that. Oh, when like something goes viral like that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like completely like free advertising because they weren't <laughs> even really advertising this movie at all. Yeah, honestly. So yeah, I mean, it's it's not a bad movie. I mean, I, I've kind of spoiled it, but I mean, not really because there's. You know, I, I won't spoil the twist at the end, but I just sort of mentioned the premise and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, they didn't mention the crazy people, but then there's the crazy people in the movie also. Um, and the other one was Bandersnatch, which was a uh, a choose-your-own-adventure thing. Yeah, I'm going to have to look at that one because <laughs> I'm interested in that a little bit. Yeah, and I won't... The funny thing is, I mean, I, if I was to sit here and spoil it, it would make no sense because, like, the, if I understand correctly, there are, like, eight different endings to it, depending on what you choose. Um, now, what it does is, I think if you let the movie play by itself, let's just say you sit there and you don't you don't touch your controller or anything like that, it'll play a movie for you. Because, like, it, it stays on, on all the decisions. And I think, you know, it's, it's an average length of a movie where it's, like, two hours or an hour and, you know, an hour and a half or whatever. Um, but like what I did is when I, when I watched, I watched it twice already and I think I've probably gotten five of all five of the endings. Um, 
I want to go back again, but then again, I'm sort of like, I get a little burnt out because even if you want, unless you purposely choose to watch the credits, it will kind of let you loop back and change some of the decisions. So yeah. You can, so you can see if you make a, a, a um, I won't, once again, I'm not going to spoil it, but I would recommend if anyone who hasn't seen it first, I think you get the best viewing if you make the bad decisions first. <laughs> I think like if you make all the good decisions, the movie's over like, you know, like maybe a little over an hour. Uh, the more fun, the more interesting ones are. So, And not that I was on purposely trying to make the bad decisions, but I was sort of like, you know, you look at them and one of them obviously is a little good. One of them's not. And some of them are just totally fucking arbitrary. Like, I'll be, you know, and just put it like that. There are some decisions you make in this movie that have no effect. <laughs> you make the decision, and unless it's something that I missed, uh, you know, is it sort of, you, you, know, you go do this, and it doesn't do anything, you know, and you go do this, and, you know, and, it, I mean, you know, so uh, I think they did that on purpose just to kind of, just kind of make sure you're awake, you're awake. The one thing that is cool is I watched this on my PlayStation 4. Uh, when the screen comes up for you to make decisions... It, it makes the controller vibrate. So I thought that was kind of neat. You know, because they specifically tell you in the beginning, like, you know, keep your controller handy because, you know, you'll be making decisions, you know. I'd say, you know, the scenes and everything like that, probably like every 10 minutes, maybe even less. Um, and and uh, so, like I said, I've watched it twice. I've gotten about five different endings. And once again, I don't want to spoil it because each ending is a totally different definition. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some endings are good and some endings are bad and some endings are like, what the fuck just happened? And so, you know, the, you know, there, there's, you know, some of them like, oh, it was all this is once again, I don't want to spoil it. But like I said, the yeah, good, yeah, yeah, the yeah. good thing about there, you know, there is no definitive ending. There is no everyone kind of has their own experience and some people, oh, I got such and such ending. Oh, I got this ending, you know, but so I've watched it twice so far. I want to go back when it's a little less, you know, right now, I've, I've, since I've seen it twice, I'm a little burnt out. And not that it's a bad thing, but, you know, it is kind of intense. And I would recommend, just for fun, making bad decisions first. Because that's, and I think that's the more interesting version. The most interesting. Yeah. Um, so on New Year's, I kind of just, you know, I had my daughter with me. So, you know, once again, I could have gone down to New York. I didn't have the cash. So we kind of just hung out all day, watched movies, watched um, Home Alone. Which is, I guess, my, mo- my daughter has seen it. But she's like, I want to watch Home Alone. So, you know, looked it up. Uh, they had, you know, I'm not paying $3 on Voodoo to see it, <laughs> but it's one of those deals where I was watching Home Alone and it's so weird to watch that movie now, like so many years later, like I forgot, like they got 15 people flying to France on Christmas. And that's some fucking privileged shit right there. And then like, oh, and then like someone was like, oh, but the aunt, the uncle's flying him out or something like that. Cause if you watch the movie, like, they, oh, my, my brother's in France. So this motherfucker has so much money that he can, he can fly 15 family members out to France. And then not to mention that two of the, pa- uh, excuse me, all four of the parents for all the kids are flying in first class, you know, and what kind of shit? I mean, of course, I mean, the privilege, you know, the, we wouldn't have the movie if the parent, if that wasn't, if the parents weren't there to, to see, you know, to watch the kids. But I mean, like, and I know that, sh- I know that shit happens in real life for people to fucking get in first class or the kids ride in coach or whatever. That's fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How about, you know, you really, you, you, you know, I don't give a fuck if you're a millionaire. If you can't fucking put your kids in fuck, you can't have your kids fly with you in first class, then, then you shouldn't be up there. You should be miserable with the kids. Like who's watching the kids? What the teenagers are watching the other one down in fucking coach. You're going to leave that to be a fucking an issue for the, for the, for the, flight attendant so and then uh and it's just one of those deals where like you know they don't lock their doors 
like you know the pizza boy just shows up to the house and then in the beginning where uh, joe pesci's pretending to be a cop he kind of just like walks into the house that there's kids running throughout the house and joe pesci pretending to be a cop just shows up and i want to i'll never understand a world where people just don't lock their doors you know and you know, and Joe Pesci just walked into the place. I mean, he was casing. It, the... It's called the country. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's just one. It's, it just still blows my mind of like there's houses where people just don't lock their doors, and look at like even in, in this movie alone, Joe Pesci dressed like a cop came in and cased the joint, you know, seeing what they had purposefully, you know, pretending to be a cop. But you know, he went in and just walked into the house, and all these kids walking around like, I mean, if he was a fucking murderer or if he was a kidnapper, you know, he could have kidnapped one of the kids and left uh, and of course and once again i understand this is all just a premise you know we wouldn't have the movie if the parents oblivious so they didn't uh, so one of the things that sucks i mean since we've recorded it's been you know christmas comes and goes and it's like i mean yeah my parents sent me a couple bucks and i but you know it sucks when you're when you when you become an adult and like you don't get gifts i didn't get any i didn't really get any gifts yeah i mean i kind of said to my mom i'm like well this is what i'd like to get it's like, would you be willing to like buy this? And that's kind of how it usually works, anyways. Yeah. It's not like when you get to like our age, it's kind of like, oh, well, just choose what you want. And I'll buy it for you, kind of thing. But don't make it too expensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, okay, well, that sucks. All right. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, you grow up as a kid, you're like, oh, Christmas is great, and then you get to this, and you're just like, uh, whatever, I'll just go work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like the time and a half is more worth it than the gifts and then i don't even get to see my son on christmas day anymore it's just um it's kind of just like whatever but i did get my thanksgiving dinner so i guess that made christmas this year so oh <laughs> was this i mean and like you know, yeah my mom sent me the usual socks and underwear <laughs> yeah. you know i want a transformer i want a toy i want to i want you know well i don't want that <laughs> i want more like i want cash i want like I mean, like cash is nice. But... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can just dream, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, I worked. I worked Christmas night. I mean, I got paid time and a half. Yeah. I was like, I usually do that anyways, because I'm just like, I'm like, so in the morning, I'm gonna do everything. Then I'm just gonna be sitting there the whole day. Mm-hmm. Why not just go work? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I usually do. So, I mean, it. it you know, it, it is what it is, you know, it's, I wish like, you know, I don't, I didn't have to work as much, but you know, Hey, I got to pay bills off. So it is yeah. what it is. And it's one of those deals where like, I mean, well, like in your job, like, you know, that's, that's something people do on Christmas day. They go to the movie, you know saying? Like after you open your gifts and after, you know, you do all the whole it's family more like, thing. it's more like the parents are like, or the mom's like, get the fuck out for it a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> just the only thing they can really do is go to the, the theater. I mean, we did we did just over a thousand people on Christmas Day. So, I mean, that tells you that people still go to the movies. And that's a typical, I mean, we usually do about a thousand to twelve hundred people. That's, I mean, that's still pretty much what we do every year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like people aren't going, you know, but it oh, is yeah. what it is. And I like since the last episode, I rec- I, I went to go see Bumblebee, which I like. I was Bumblebee. It was a really good. It is. It's it's a good movie. Let's, let me I, let me preface this by saying it's definitely the best of all the Michael Bay movies. <laughs> you know, and and even though technically it's not a Michael Bay movie, um, it is connected to the universe. It's like directly yeah, you connected. Know, it's not. I, I, I'm kind of. I mean, I don't want to give away spoilers for anybody that hasn't seen it because I've. I haven't really seen it, but I saw the ending of it, mm-hmm. and I kind of looked at the ending and went, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, why not just 
start a new series, start yeah. this all over again. Well, the whole thing is that's what it made it sound. As soon as it goes, as soon as it goes to credits, it says produced by Michael Bay. So I think it's one of those deals where like that movie probably wouldn't have gotten made if it wasn't connected to the Michael Bay universe. You know what I'm saying? I think he uh, said, I think he said, okay, fine, I'll step back and let somebody else make a movie, but you know, I, I'm not going to give you a dime unless it's connected to my movie. You know? uh, I mean, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not, I mean, I'm pretty sure they could have gotten money elsewhere. I mean, and, I, I guess, but see, here's my problem with that, Chris. I mean, I don't want to give away the ending, but if you saw the ending to it, yeah, like it makes it out like they could restart the whole thing again if they oh, wanted. Yeah, to. I mean, they could, they could. And, and honestly, what I understand, a lot of people liked it to that point where they should restart it again. Honestly, yeah, I I think they're they're doing a, a, a Optimus Prime movie. I think that's what's planned next. Um, now, what I do got to say is that like this movie, like it's, I mean, it's good. It's not like the others, where the, all the other movies were like straight up action. This one's more family oriented. If that makes you know, uh, if that makes any sense, I mean, yes, of course, there's action and there's robots beating each other up, but nowhere to the point of like they were in the Michael Bay movies, where like you know the fight scene goes on for 45 minutes and you can't tell yeah. you can't tell one robot from another because they all look like fucking you know wrinkled uh, you know aluminum foil and shit like that. Um, it's much more of a family movie, uh, and it's funny because the girl that stars in the movie, Haley Steinfeld, she also did the voice of Spider Gwen. And the into the Spider Verse movie, so it's yeah. funny. Like she had two competing movies out at the same time, uh, uh, and and it, so the so the beginning of the movie, there's scenes on Cybertron, and that's not really spoiling anything because we see we see the Transformers and the commercial fighting on Cybertron. Uh, I loved those scenes. I wish I would love for them to make a fully CGI on Cybertron movie like the way that the beginning of the movie that you know unfortunately is only on cybertron for like five or six minutes i i would mm, i'd i'd see 10 i'd see it 10 fucking times if they did a movie totally on cybertron i mean i I, i'm gonna be honest with you i kind of think that based on how this movie did Mm -hmm. um it should they should kind of consider maybe holding off a little bit like maybe wait like five or ten years and then do another one just because I feel like people are burnt out by by Transformers. I think this one, if they would have done this one first, oh, and then it would have been a franchise and a half. It would have done a lot of money, but I mean, okay, let me let me, let me just say this. So, it's, it's done, I think, when I was looking at it today, it did like 190 million for the whole year. Or for so far for the year, uh, it's eighty million for, um, it's eighty million here in the United States and was like over a hundred million overseas or something along those lines. I don't remember what it was, but mm-hmm. the budget for it was one hundred thirty-five million. So it's kind of like okay. Yeah. And I think I think it would have done better if it didn't go up against Aquaman. You I don't know? think it had a, honestly. I don't think it had anything to do with Aquaman. I think it would have done its own kind of business. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that people are just so burnt out from Transformers. Like, I think they should have done the third Transformers and then done this movie. Yeah. Honestly, because I think it would have done a lot better had they done it that way. Because the fourth one kind of burned a lot of people. I know some people liked it, some people didn't. Some people were like, why is this, why is this even being made at this point? <laughs> 
So, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of where, like, I, I agree with people on that, honestly. It's, for me, this was kind of the movie where I was just like, okay, I like I like the Transformers, but I don't think it's going to do what it should. Yeah. And it's definitely not doing what it should, but we can't just dis- discount that it's probably going to be, by the time it gets out of theaters, it's probably going to do over $100 million when it comes out of the United States theaters, and it's probably going to do... Uh, overseas, I mean, unless it's already been pulled from overseas, it'll probably do additional money too. So it'll make its budget. It'll definitely make its budget. It'll definitely, you know, be called an okay. Like it did okay. It didn't do gangbusters, but it did okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's it is what it is. You know, people. I mean, this might be one of those movies where people wait until it comes to comes out on video, Netflix, whatever, and then watch it, and then it'll do even better. It's just, you know, unfortunately, that's what happens. People people may like a movie, but then they just are, they're just like, listen, I'm going to wait because I'm burnt out by this movie and I don't want to spend the money. Yeah. I'm already paying for Netflix. Why not just wait till it comes? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. So it sucks because I thought this we could have done a lot better, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, it's a good movie. And if you like Transformers... If you like, and once again, it's more of a heartfelt movie. Like when 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 I think people got burnt out, we're seeing like you know these movies. Like you can't bring a five year old to go see these movies, you know. And trust me, I have. I I I, I, rem- I distinctly remember taking my daughter to go see Transformers Four, <laughs> or you know, saying I actually I think these movies are so old. I think I remember taking my daughter to go see Three in the theaters when she was still like a, a baby in a car seat. <laughs> but um. Uh, but that was, I, I really wanted to go see the movie. Uh, that being said, you know, it, it's, it's much more of a family friendly movie. I, and, and this is going to sound weird. I, I think they borrowed a lot from E.T., if that makes any It's almost like a retelling of E.T., but with Bumblebee as E.T. You know, so, I mean, to kind of give people an idea of what kind of movie this is, you know, so, you know, it's it's like if E.T. was a giant yellow robot from outer space, and, and I mean that in, in the best possible way. It's it's very heartfelt movie. And like I said, I just wish the parts that were on Cybertron, I, I want more of that. I, I would I would pay to see a whole movie just on Cybertron, especially with the fact that, you know, they made the characters look more like the classic, you know, G1 1986 designs or whatever, you know, 1984 designs. Well, I think that's kind of what made the movie, honestly. I mean, that's why, you know, people wanted to see it in the first place because that's what they did. And, you know, that's why I'm saying, like, if you try to connect this with the ones that Michael Bay did, it's kind of just like, I don't know about that. Yeah, I I wish it was a reboot. I really do. I mean, they could technically, if they wanted to, if they wanted to, Chris. At, at this point, they could do that. I think if their if their plan is to do more movies, yeah. they need to wait a little bit, though. They need to kind of let people, you know what I mean, simmer on this movie. Let this movie breathe. Let this movie kind of let people find out about this movie. Let people actually watch this movie. I mean, it's doing really well on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a ninety four percent. That movie that doesn't really happen too often anymore. Yeah. So and, and and we live in a world where like they did that with Halloween, where like the most recent Halloween movie, they're kind of like, okay, forget you know, forget part two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, H two O, forget about all those movies. This is a direct sequel to the other one, and and I believe they're doing that with the next Terminator movie, where they're sort of like, 
you know, this takes place after Terminator 2. Forget about Part 3 and Genesis and Rise of the Machines and all those other ones. So, uh, and if we li- we live in a world where they're kind of disregarding some of the sequels and shit like that, I think I would love for them to say, you know what? We're going to do a part two, and it has nothing to do they, with the Michael Bay movies. They did it with Superman. They, they, uh, oh, yeah. They, they basically, you know, they, they took, it was the Brendan, Brendan Roth. Yeah. Brendan Roth version mm-hmm. where they, they went, what was it? It was Superman one, Superman two, and then this movie was supposed to come in between two and three, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked, I, I, I was one of the few people that really liked that movie, dude. Like, I thought, they they did a really good job of paying homage to, um, what is his name? I can't think of it all. Um, Richard Donner. No 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 no. The guy that played Superman before. Oh, Christopher uh, Reeve. Christopher Reeve. Yeah, it was on the tip of my tongue. I couldn't. <laughs> I it, yeah. I'm getting old, Chris. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought that that one was a really good version. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's something to say about the new version of Superman, whether or not. You know, uh, from what I've heard, nobody's really like given up on their parts yet. Maybe Ben Affleck, but nobody else has really given up their roles yet. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, you can do whatever you want in this world at this point. Um, I mean, even and I know this would excite people when I say this, but I mean, you could even speaking about Superman and that, you could even change out the Batman and put Christopher Nolan's Batman in there if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you could. Will it happen? I don't know. No. <laughs> I'm just saying it won't. No, it won't probably happen. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, pretty much people will take whatever they do. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They're they're gonna do whatever, whatever makes sense. You know, in five years, point. in five years, DC's gonna do the Into the Batverse, <laughs> and it's gonna be Adam West and Michael Keaton and Christian Bale. I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm, they're gonna I do their I version of into this. the Batverse. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. They've been stealing everything else from DC. Well, no, no, no. They were actually, actually, no, no, no. They were, they were doing that. They are doing that in the movies. If you remember correctly, in the last Batman movie, they actually had, they had. Um, oh, you mean the Lego Batman movie? Or no, 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 no. I'm talking about the last Batman movie they had in this, in this uh, Justice League, um, continuum that they have. Oh, yeah. Um, it was Batman. It was bla- it was exploding. um, what was that? No, because didn't Alfred? Because Batman's like, oh, I'm getting old or something, and then like Alfred says, it's, it's not like exploding penguins or whatever, which is supposed to be from Batman Returns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about the. It, I can't think of what the name of it was, but um, it was Batman. It was Nightwing. It was Robin. It was uh, Batwoman. It was um. Uh, what, what 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 is this? the one that's in the bat suit, the 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 flying bat suit? Do you know which one I'm talking about? Oh, uh, and it was uh, the son of um, Damian Lucius Wayne? Fox. Oh yeah. wait, oh the son. Oh, uh, Bad Blood. Is that the one? Because are, are you remember. talking about the animated movies? Or are you talking about? Yeah, live? I'm talking about the animated movies. Oh yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like they've they've started doing that, and then they're gonna they're supposed to introduce. Uh, bad girl too. So I mean, I mean they kind of have started doing that already, Chris. I no, mean, no. What I'm saying is, is I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere down the line, and you know, you could even what you could do is take an established one, like have like Lego Batman, right? And even yeah. if it's for five minutes, he goes into the quote unquote multiverse, and there's someone who looks like 
the Michael Keaton Batman. And oh, there's someone like who looks that. like like okay. the Adam, someone that looks like the Adam West Batman. I got what you're and, saying. And you know, and it's sort of you know, once again with with different animation styles or whatever. But you know, you have the black suit of Michael Keaton. You have the gray and blue suit of 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 Adam West. Um, you know, the Ben Affleck. I don't know how to, I don't know how you would do the Ben Affleck one because it's also an all black suit. But you know how like the 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 Michael Keaton one looked all slick and smooth, and like how the Batman one, the the Ben Affleck one looks all like tactical, or or the Christian Bale one looks all tactical. And you know, then maybe you could have the Ben Affleck in the in the metal suit that he fought Superman in, just to kind of make him distinctive from Christian Bale and, and Michael Keaton. So you know, so you would have like you know, I wouldn't be surprised if like in a Lego movie they're like you know they kind of goof, they do their own version of like Into the Spider Verse, but like you know, Lego Batman, Christian Bale Batman, Michael Keaton Batman. You know, once again, that's just me shooting at you know shooting for the stars. But you know, it wouldn't surprise me that they just borrow against well, from Marvel. <laughs> I mean, there was that rumor out there Into that the they may first. also do like a Michael Keaton animated one. So yeah. I'm I'm really hoping that they do that. I, I hope that he gets on board with that. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I think Marvel has kind of is. I mean, that's what I was gonna say is with the Spider Verse, for example, Spider Man yeah. Into the Spider Verse. I think. Marvel was kind of letting them, letting Sony test the waters with an animated feature, mm-hmm. and it did really well. So I think they may end up trying to do that with other things as well. I mean, I think I talked about this last time, but the the main Spider-Man in this mm-hmm. was actually Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yeah, I talked about this last podcast. So I mean, they almost got Tobey Maguire. I really hope they did. I, I was I was kind of hoping that they would at least try to get him, but they didn't. And I and it sucks because I think that would have that would have been so much that that probably would have actually got them more money, honestly. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of us out there that sit there and go, not just because he's the first Spider-Man on screen, like Michael Keaton is the spur, is the first Batman on screen, but like that's that's Spider-Man to a lot of people. That Tom Holland, yes. I mean, Tom Holland does does it does a good job as Spider Man, but he's not he's not a Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire did an like all around awesome job, mm-hmm. and I think that you know we kind of people wanted to kind of have that. I mean, they did in Spider Verse, but they didn't really get the voice, mm-hmm. and I bet I bet it would have done a lot better if it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of is paying homage. To a Spider-Man trilogy that a lot of people liked. Well, maybe not the third one, but <laughs> but we all know we all know the details on that. We all we all know about the details about three and why it got fucked up and what the issues were with that. So yeah, but right. and I think with that we'll be back with more Dick and Fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. 
No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get out of it. It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did be a rough you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. And we're back. All right, so. Uh, Something I forgot to mention before. When I went to go see Bumblebee, um, I, I, I snuck into the other theaters. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, Fuck the, you. Well, the funny thing is, all right, so it was right next door. I snuck into go see uh, Mortal Engine. And I guess apparently this is something I did not know. Because when I went to go see – and mind you, and I think that was the same – I went to go see Bumblebee like opening night. And I went to go see Mortal Engines, and the fucking theater was empty. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, so, they, they came out the same night. And Mortal Engines was absolutely empty. Um, so since I was the only person in the theater, I saw about half an hour of the movie, and then the screen shut off. <laughs> so, so what happens is is forty minutes after the movie starts, oh. and that's that's the beginning of the trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, my cat's coming up here. Forty minutes after the trailers, all of a sudden, now we have. Now the movie shuts off. Mm-hmm. It doesn't shut off because it can. It's still playing in the background. It just turns off the bulb, and so that way you're not wasting yeah. the bulb life and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what usually what happens in my case, and and it's pretty funny because these people got some balls, is they'll come out and be like, "The movie's not playing." Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, "What are you talking about?" Well, the movie just shut off. I'm like, "So now that we, now that we've been used to this for." I think it's been in place for at least a year, maybe two, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I always go to the, the box office and I'm like, did you sell tickets to this? No. I'm like, guys, <laughs> sorry, but you got to go. Well, that's I wanted tickets for this movie. I'm like, did you ask for this? Oh, yeah, yeah, I asked for this movie. I'm like, well, do you have tickets? Most of the time they have tickets to something else. Like the other day, perfect example, I had a lady. Mm-hmm. Now, she, she buys tickets for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And later on, she comes up to my box office person. She's like, she's like, well, I think we want to change the Bumblebee. And my box office person, she's like, that's no big deal. I'll call my manager. We'll swap them, whatever. Oh, well, don't, don't, don't worry about it. It's too much of, too much of a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm at, I'm at concession, and this lady comes up to me and goes, um, my movie shut off. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. What movie are you in, Bumblebee? I'm like, all right, well, give me one second. I asked the box office person, you know, is there any tickets sold for this theater? And Bumblebee didn't sell. And this was, I want to say, I don't remember. I think it might have been the last show on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it was. I don't remember. Um, but I said to the lady, I'm like, I'm like, ma'am, can I see your tickets? And they were for Spider-Verse. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, listen, ma'am, I get she's like, no, that's not the one I wanted. I wanted the Bumblebee movie. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'll just print up a ticket and then you can just go into. Oh, OK, because it was for it was for the 10 o'clock show of Spider-Man. She wanted the 10 o'clock sh- show of uh, Bumblebee, whatever time that was. Mm-hmm. So and I turned it back on. She didn't complain after that. And that's when I asked my box office first. And she's like, yeah, I was like, she, we told her that we would switch the key, the, the tickets out. And she just didn't want to do it. So. So that's what people do. People will be that stupid. Yeah. So she missed and, like twenty minutes or whatever through fixing right. shit. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, like I'm sure there were there's people that sneak around like you do, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but like I don't, we don't really get too much of it. Yeah. Honestly, on and a lot of it usually happens on the weekends because usually a lot of it would happen on the weekends, but we have like security guards. And these kids are so stupid. They go in there and they're talking, they're messing around, yeah. and they're making it so obvious that somebody comes out and complains, and security throws them out. Yeah. So it's like I'm like, you kind of destroyed your chance here, guys. Sorry, but you're being yeah. Used. That's how people get caught, you know, committing crimes and shit. Like it's not the crime; it's afterwards when they <laughs> yeah when they like they blow up their spot. Well, maybe so I shouldn't be like, admitting that I'm sneaking into the movie. <laughs> No harm, I'll no take foul. mercy upon your soul right now. <laughs> but then, but yeah, yeah. But then the funny thing is, then the camera shut up. So then I snuck into Mary Poppins. <laughs> but uh, and once again, I, there was another person in the theater, and he had his he had his phone out, and he was filming the screen. But he didn't have his phone out the whole time. I think like I think he maybe just wanted the songs or something. It was just it was very weird. You know, what I'm saying like I I you know I know people take out their phones for dumb things and. Like, you know, like people go see, you go see live music and you pull out your phone and, and stuff like that. But it's like, you know, and it's, and it, I, I mean, we are living in a world where more people are like, you know, I can understand if, if he was holding his phone the whole time, you know, that makes sense. But like, he had his phone out, but then like when the song was over, he put his phone back. And I was like, that was kind of, um, but like, I didn't stay the whole thing because I was like, and I had to catch a bus home. So I was like, because I was, I was sort of like, I could go stand outside in the cold or I can go sneak into a theater and catch, you know, the 1115 bus or whatever. So, so like, as it got closer to like eleven fifteen, I left the theater, and uh, you know, now I didn't go to your theater, so I wasn't stealing from you. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> but, know you weren't. If I knew you were there, I'd been like, his security follows his ass. <laughs> but I went, I went to a plaza. The plaza that I was at, they also have a GameStop. All right, and I've always heard of people who do this. And I'm like, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. People who go like dumpster diving, like behind a game, like they go, they'll go to a GameStop dumpster. And see if there's games in the GameStop dumpster. Yeah. You know, I found one. I, I mean, don't be wrong. I found like empty boxes and that was fucking frustrating. But there's this game called Destiny. <laughs> you did. Yeah. And I found, and I got, and fucking, I looked it up. Like, this is like, this is like $40 now. You know, like if I was to buy it brand new. I mean, of course, probably used it. Like, I'd probably get it for like, you know, 20 bucks or something. But I was like, all right, I was heading towards the bus. And I said, you know what? I always wanted, and you know, when I say dumpster dive, like nowadays they have those dumpsters where the, where the, the, the doors on the side it's not like you're actually going into the dumpster there's like these black panels that slide open for you to throw in your garbage so i kind of yeah. just poked my head in there you know what i'm saying no shame in my fucking game <laughs> and there was a bunch of empty boxes and shit like that but i actually got a fucking game i got uh, this game called destiny fallen king or some shit like was that. the game still good yeah i the, you know and it's a playstation 4 game so it's sort of like you know the the, the it wasn't scratched why was it thrown away i have no idea 
I don't know if it was a return. Yeah, you know I'm saying I know there's a million reasons why they, people throw shit out. And don't get me wrong, there was a bunch of boxes because had I had a game for every box, let's just put it like this: if I had a game for every box, if if, there, if all those boxes had games in them, I probably would have had two two hundred dollars worth of fucking games or three hundred dollars worth of games. There was of all like there was like literally like ten boxes. One of them actually had a game, uh, and once again it was that Destiny. I started playing it, and I could think why probably it was a return or whatever because it was it's like it's boring as fuck. It's a, you know it's a it's a you know paint by numbers fucking shooter. Um, but you know, I thought that was kind of fun. But then the funny thing is, I go and I I go to fucking you know, and of course, like every fucking game on on PlayStation nowadays, I had a fucking like had to download like a fifteen gig file just to game get the game fucking started. Like you know, yep, it's one of those fucking things. But now well, my I, kid gets my kid sits there and gets pissed about that because he's just like he's playing he's still playing on the play, PS3, mm-hmm. and even with the PS3, it still will download games and everything. So yeah, and yeah. it makes me it makes me laugh because. You'd be surprised. I mean, GameStop still has like a section of used PS3 games. Oh, absolutely. PS3 is still the PS3 is a fucking bomb. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and that's the thing. Like, people are still playing the PS3. People don't realize that. Like, it's like people don't you know aren't messing around here. They're you know yeah, especially now that you could go to GameStop and buy you know a AAA game for five bucks. You know, saying shit. You know, I could go back. You and- can buy. You, they had a special there around Chris. They had a special there. Uh, I think Black Friday, where it was like three P- used PS3 games for nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. As long as the games were nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that's. I mean, yeah. Parents on a budget aren't aren't gonna freaking buy these like huge PS3 games. They're gonna buy this shit. You know? Well, it's also like it's one of those deals where it's a game that you didn't have the sixty dollars. It'd be a great game. But at the time, you didn't have the money for it. Now it's fucking ten bucks. Now I have the money for it. You know, like exactly. like right. I mean, the, the two ones I want right now is like I want Spider Man and I want Red Dead Redemption Two. But that being said, you know, you know, in a couple of years, those games, you know, it's not like those games have changed in quality. <laughs> They're the same great fucking games. You know, you yeah. just like you know, I want to like my my deal right now is the Fallout. I love the Fallout games. I'm still playing fallout dlc right now i got I'm, I'm in the middle of one and i have i finished one there was three of them that came out i finished one i'm in the middle of one and there's another one i haven't even played yet and it's only because i just haven't gotten around to it but you know like you know, even like fallout you know saying like the fallout i'm, I'm talking about fallout 4 but even if, if, if you never played it before i would recommend playing fallout 3 which came out for the playstation 3 you know playing um uh, Skyrim, which is from the same company from Bethesda, you know, playing Skyrim. If Skyrim, you know, you could fucking. I think I have a hundred hours into fucking Skyrim, and I'm nowhere near the end. You know, it's just one of those. It's a game that you could get lost into playing. Um, so yeah, there's tons of PlayStation Three games that you could still get into that are still fucking. Yeah. Um, all right, let me see what else. Uh, something that something from the last episode that we didn't get. A, well, I had notes from the last episode. The trailers for Hellboy, uh, which looked good. And you know, it's one of those deals where like I feel so bad because everybody's bashing this movie only because it's not it's not what's it's not it's not the sequel. Okay, wait, wait, two. wait, wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm not bashing it because of him. I'm no. bashing it because it just looks terrible. <laughs> you think it looks bad? I I dude, like I, I sat there and I was just like, what the hell? I mean, maybe it's just the way they did the trailer. Uh-huh. But I was just like, this is some horse shit right here, <laughs> like. The the Men in Black two the Men in Black International trailer and that was, was so much better yeah 
Yeah, it was so much better than that, dude. Because they came out pretty much the same day. That's why I'm I'm using them both. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I was just like, what the fuck is this trash on my fucking timeline? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, man. Like, I, I I mean, maybe it's just me. Like, I didn't. I wasn't negatively affected by it. I was so. I mean, you know, and and the whole thing is, I uh, and especially Hellboy two. I mean, fucking Hellboy two, the, the Golden Army, is fucking awesome. That's a, such a good movie, and even I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Like, you know, I'm usually I'm usually the skeptic. I'm usually like the biggest like asshole. Like, fuck this shit. I I wasn't. I want to see it. <laughs> you know, I'm just I mean, telling you, dude. Like, I was just, I was not it, impressed. I was not impressed by it, man. I was kind of just like, I don't even know if I want to. I want to watch this. Like, it it just. To me, it didn't really make sense for me. I'm just like, I mean, if this is this is what I'm gonna have to, this is what you want me to watch. It's like, mm, I'm, I'm think I'm good. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm not trying to be mean about it, but it's just like I've seen some better stuff, man, and that was just, wow. But it wanted to make me, it made me puke a little bit. Like I was just like, I, I don't get this. <laughs> like, I just don't get it, man. Like. Ugh. Sorry, I don't want to shit on your on what you want, but geez. Well, that's, I mean, that's the whole thing is that, but 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 see, your opinion is a bit more like what a lot of people were bashing it, and I don't, maybe it's just me. Maybe I don't know. I, I mean, he, I, I he looks it. he looks pretty much similar to to what's his name there. So I mean, I'm not so much hating on that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, yes, okay, it's not what's his name, but you know, I'm not sitting there going, well, fuck them for that. Like, no, it's. Yeah. It is what I, it I, is. I didn't like the whole thing where um, they were going into a shop that was the, you know, the, 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 the agency, the BPRB, PPRD, whatever the fuck it's called, you know, uh, you know, cause in the, in the, in the original, in the other, in the other movies, it was like its own building by itself behind a fence. And this one, they're trying to make it almost like a, like a men in black where it's like hidden in plain sight, you know, which once again, I mean, it makes no sense because how, like, you know, if Hellboy ever has to go in and out of the place, you know, you know, how, hidden in plain sight makes no sense if the guy just walks around. You know, he walks around looking the way he walks around, and maybe the world already knows about Hellboy. But you know, for a place that's supposed to be hidden, you know, at least like in the in the other in the first movies, you know, they hid inside a, a garbage truck or whatever that you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You right, know, this right. one where it's like, oh, it's in plain sight, just like Men in Black. I'm like, hmm, that's I I wasn't. I, that's the one thing that I didn't like about it. I was like, no, it's supposed to be. You know. It should they should have a better explanation of him walking into a place. But it is kind of funny how Men in Black and Hellboy both kind of are like have that same kind of premise where it's like it looks it's it's people fighting stuff that's not regular stuff, sort of hidden in plain sight. You know, yeah. like there are heroes, but people have to go. You know, people. You know, they're you know they're like secret agents or something like that. Um, but then, but I to- I'll totally agree with you. The fucking Men in Black International looked fucking fun i mean obviously you know people are going to draw comparisons to the other movies um i absolutely hated men in black 3 i thought it was fucking garbage um i liked one i liked two uh you know i mean i loved one i i really really liked one um i like barry sonnenfeld i like him as a director um you know he also did like you know the adam family movies and i think he did a show called uh pushing daisies or at least he did the first episode of pushing daisies and you know i like barry sonnenfeld um i did not like men in black three at all and uh so seeing them you know and of course you know it's also hey it's it's uh valkyrie and and thor (laughs) from ragnarok 
So, you know, people were drawing that comparison also, but it looks fun. Yeah, it does. It's completely fun. And I don't think that, you know, I think the way that they went about it is a lot better than um, what they probably could have done. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of starts a new journey without hurting the original trilogy. Yeah. Not saying that the original trilogy was completely good, but the first two movies were really good. Yeah. Honestly. And at least like, um, they were, I mean, they're smart enough to go, okay, because if I'm not mistaken, and this does exist in the same world, because did you see in the, in, in the, in the office, they have J and K, there's like a poster, there's like a picture, like a painting of them fighting the, the roach from part one. Oh, I didn't see that. No. Yeah. In, in the office. So like, this does exist in that world. There's a, there's a, there's a scene where there's a scene they're in whatever, you know, whoever the boss, oh, the boss and it's Liam Neeson. They're in Liam Neeson's office. And there's a painting, and it's, you know, there's different paintings of different scenes, but one of the paintings, it's this action-packed, you know, dramatic-looking painting, but it's J&K with the giant roach monster, you know, but looking all, like, dramatic and shit, look, look, you know, like, the painting, you know, looks, yeah. you know, looks, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know like something out of, like, you know... Uh, the Renaissance, you know, but, <laughs> but it's J.K. You know, fighting it, a giant roach. It is what it is, man. You know, like, but, but I, I mean, it's in the same universe that they're respecting. Yeah. The, they're respecting the first movies and like, you know, which I mean, you know, they could have done with this. You know, they could have done that with Hellboy. They could have done it with, you know, they could have done it with I the kind Ghostbusters. Of hope, <laughs> I kind of hope that they I, I think like as long as this one does well and I think it could. The problem is, is like I was telling you, sci fi movies these days don't really do well, mm-hmm. but, you know. If this does do really well, you know, why not do a sequel to this and then make sure you do the sequel right because God forbid. And then in the third one, bring in Will Smith, bring in like an older version of Will Smith or do do kind of like what Will Smith had to do to bring K back. You know what I mean? Like Will Smith is like off living his life and then all of a sudden, you know, they need him to stop a certain alien or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If they brought in Will Smith for a cameo, people would lose their fucking minds. Yeah. And I think that's a good idea. I think it's, I think it's a great idea. Will Smith does sci-fi movies very well. Yeah, exactly. I I think he does, uh, movies, sci-fi movies really well. I mean, look at iRobot. I think iRobot is still one of the best sci-fi movies I've seen. The first independence day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, we could we could talk about this all day. I mean, this is you're talking about pretty much a guy that made some of these sci-fi movies big. Mm-hmm. It's because of him. It's because of Tommy Lee Jones. It's because of other people, you know. And you know, we got to give them props. And I think that's that would be a good idea. But there again, it's hard to tell which movies are going to do what these days. Yeah, Men in Black has had time to rest, mm-hmm. so. Maybe it will do well now, yeah. but that's the thing. Like it had rest. Transformers didn't really have any rest. I mean, I think the last one came out what two, three years ago. Yeah, that's not a, that's a long, long time. So, and the last Men in Black I think came out. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long while. I think it's at least was, five years. It was about 2011 or 12 or something. Yeah. Like that. So yeah, that that's definitely perfect. This is perfect to bring this this movie out now. Yeah. Because I mean, I think it's going to do well, and you know. It it is what it is, honestly. Yeah. So, and but I'm uh, I'm excited for this summer. I'm excited for the movies coming out this summer. Hopefully, it'll do well. Oh yeah, I mean this year. I mean you know, I mean just you know the last Star Wars, uh, you know Avengers Endgame, uh, Captain Marvel. I don't think this will be the last Star Wars, but yeah, continue. I mean, well, the last <laughs> of of the the Skywalker legacy Star Wars. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I the, think they're the, already, if I, if I remember correctly, they're, they're already working on the new trilogy. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, so that'll be nice to see what they what they come up with there because yeah. I really want it to do well. I mean, so. I'm, you know, just I mean, just the fact that I mean, the, for people, you know, these movies, you know, George Lucas intended intentionally wanted this to be, you know, the, wanted them to be nine movies. Um, you know, it's the end. I mean, of course, you know, as, as much as I fucking disliked the Last Jedi. I want to see the completion. Of, you know, I'm not. I'm not. As much as I hated the last Jedi, I'm not going to be one of those people. I'm boycotting the last one or whatever because you know. I don't think a lot of people are going to boycott the last one. I think a lot of people are going to watch it to see what happens, to see yeah. how it's all finished. Yeah, it's like saying I'm going to because... boycott the Super Bowl. Like, who's not going to fight? You know, it's like, like it's such an event. How are you not going to go see it? You know, it and and no that's sense. that's another thing too. Like to kind of see the difference this year. Yeah. I want to see. I like, want to see how fucking how J.J. Abrams undoes all the shit Ryan Johnson. Did. So, so the last the last movie, the last uh, three years, mm-hmm. not cl- including this year, 2018, when there was a Star Wars movie, we did on the day after Christmas, we did three to four thousand people, mm-hmm. just in that day. It was mind blowing. Here's the problem: without the Star Wars, we didn't even get anywhere close to three thousand people. Chris. Oh yeah. Yeah, and especially was... that this is the last one. There's gonna be people. There's gonna be people who aren't Star Wars fans who are gonna go see this movie because it's the last Star Wars. And I and I'm gonna say this to you too. Like I, I I'm still a believer that if they would have brought Solo out during December, mm-hmm. it would have done so much better than what it did over the summer. Oh, it would have yeah. done. It would have done really well. I think that would have been because interesting to have. I think, a, and then I said that to my boss. Go up against. I mean, think about it. Imagine uh, this past Christmas season; it would have been Solo, Aquaman, Bumblebee. Bumblebee. You know, that would have been that would have been a real interesting time at the and, box office. Yeah, and and I'll be honest with you: like Disney thought that Mary Poppins Returns was going to do well. It, it started off slow; mm-hmm. it really did, and then it kind of picked up steam. I don't know how much it did, how much it's done, but it's it didn't do what it was supposed to do. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, it, there's a lot of movies that it, it's, it's weird. This year's kind of like a mixed bag. There's a lot of movies that did really well. All right. Uh, let me, let me, let me back that up. There's a lot of movies that did unexpectedly, unexpectedly. I said that so wrong. <laughs> I did. You know what I mean? It, unexpectedly. It did, <laughs> unexpectedly did well. And then there were some movies that they thought this isn't the first Disney movie that, that, that bombed this year. Uh, I don't even know if I can say bombed. I'd have to look up how much it did. But um, uh, what was that movie with Oprah Winfrey in it? Um, it was earlier this oh, year. Oh, Wrinkle in Time. Wrinkle in Time was supposed to do really well. It bombed. Yeah. Um, so Disney is not doing as well as it should be. Now, are the Marvel movies doing well? Yes. Is Star Wars going to do well? Yes. But and, and then the live anything live action pretty much is going to do well. I mean, look, we got we got Aladdin. I think is this year. Yeah, you got Aladdin, then, you got Dumbo, you got Lion uh, King. Lion but I don't King. think Lion King is till next year, right? No, or is I'm it this? Pretty sure this is... Really, they're gonna do two. Oh my God, we're gonna be swamped. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> when we had Beauty and the Beast, dude, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Like we did, like we were selling out 400 seat movie theaters, mm-hmm. like, and that was like for two weeks straight. Yeah, and I think, I think on the whole. People like Lion King more than Beauty and the Beast. Oh God, it's because be Beauty so... and the Beast was more like a romantic movie, where The Lion King is a family. Yeah, you know. So I think, and and I mean, uh, you know, allow me to just be a little, kind of keep it real here. 
I mean, this has a. I think it's going to have like you know with 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 predominant. I don't want to say predominantly black cast, but I think this is going to push in that direction. Yeah, you know, with like Beyonce doing voices and, and it's going to do as well as face. Black Panther. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that you know, like I, I, I it, it's going to have an extra audience in the African American community. <laughs> I mean, put it the best politically correct way I could say it. But I'm saying is it just you know, I, I think it's going to get an extra bump because of that. Besides the fact oh, yeah. that it's a Disney movie. Oh, yeah. You know. So uh, yeah. But um, I mean, unless there's something else. To- that you want to talk about, you got to be somewhere here soon. Well, so. I mean, I mean, because my bus doesn't come for like another half an hour. No, I had a couple things I just want to talk about real quick. Uh, okay. Of course, you know, a moment of silence for. Uh, 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 I think there was more than just these two deaths this week, but of course, Mean Gene Okerlund. Uh, you know, the the Rock. The the when I say the Rock, I mean not the wrestler. The Rock. Mean Gene Okerlund was a staple. An 80s wrestler, uh, yeah. one of the most professional, uh, and it's funny, I say professional, I posted a, a picture of him grabbing these two girls' tits, but I think with that, in that picture, they fucking told him to or whatever. Um, one of the most professional, you know, he was a straight man. Uh, when I say straight man. Now there's going to be like a sexual harassment thing coming out. <laughs> but you know, saying, like, you know, there's always these, you know. Uh, when he you, touched me. When you have like two people in entertainment or whatever, like there's always, there's the straight man and then there's like the color person. You know, and, and a lot, like whenever they do wrestling commentating or whenever you do any kind of commentating, whenever there's teams, there's always like the main person, like the straight person who says like, you know, who says more of the facts and, 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 and is sort of like the, the, the normal voice of reason. And then you have the person that's the color, you know, like, like a, like a Jerry the King Lawler or, um, you know, uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Or, or uh, you know, I'm trying to think of who's who's who does wrestling announcing now. It's sort of uh, I don't know who who does the voices now when they when they talk or whatever. I mean, there's always a straight person, and then there's the color person. Uh, mean Gene was always the straight person, and when I say that, you know, he was always. But that being said, him being as professional as he was, you know, you know, seeing him interview. Hulk Hogan back in the day, and, and Macho Man Randy Savage back in the day, and 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 uh, uh, Ultimate Warrior, you know, j- just go on Google and look up Mean Gene Ultimate Warrior, Mean Gene Hulk Hogan, Mean Gene Macho Man, you know, he stood there totally straight faced, uh, trying to keep his composure, trying and, and you know and doing a professional job, and these guys just shined with him. You know, he was the rock that they bounced off of to, to you know, to, to fucking be as ridiculous. You know, it takes a certain level of, of professionalism. You know, and, and they always picked on him and they called him baldy. And, you know, the big one was always about him, his, him being bald. You know, um, you know, I just got to say he was the most professional guy. He brought a certain legitimacy uh, to wrestling. Uh, a great announcer, uh, you know, great speaking voice, great interviewer. You know, and it, it 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 really is a loss. I mean, of course, you know, times you know the time moves on, and, and unfortunately, you know, people can't stay with us forever. But you know, super duper professional, always legit. You know, uh, never no one, I don't, and nobody has a bad word to say. I mean, of course, you know, like you said, yeah, some will probably be a controversy that comes out later on or whatever. But you know, for the time being, you know, a legit fucking dude, and and it's a, it's an end of an era. When Mean Gene died, you know, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. I mean, that's <laughs> that's you know every wrestler in the nineties, in the eighties, and stuff like that. And uh, also, uh, Bob Einstein, 
who I don't even know his uh, Einstein, excuse me, or Einstein, Einstein, but I I believe it's Einstein or Einstein, um, who uh, who played Super Dave Osborne, or it's a more I knew him more from uh, playing Marty Funkhauser on Kirby Enthusiasm. Uh, he also passed away this week, and so you know you know terrific funny man, uh, you know he's been he was help he was a writer in his fifties and shit like that. Um, you know, once again, he was friends with, uh, Larry David, which is how we got on, uh, Kirby Enthusiasm, but he always had that very dry delivery, you know, very soft-spoken, you know, always, you know, it was, it was very easy to kind of make him the butt of the jokes and stuff like that. Uh, even, but, but always a consummate professional. So, you know, we lost two fucking, you know, we lost two Titans this week when it comes to, you know, comedy and entertainment and stuff like that. So, you know, a moment of silence for those guys. Um, uh... So they're so just real quick, they're they're putting ads for Stranger Things already now. Like Stranger Things should have came out last October, in my opinion. But they're like Stranger Things coming out July, July, July. Like fuck you, I can't wait to July. I want to see Stranger Things now. But you know, it should have come out around Halloween when these other the other two seasons of Stranger Things came out. But I guess we have to wait all the way till July. Um, I mean, Christmas season is over, so no one's getting. You know, there was a great video online about people who were stealing packages. And this guy built a machine that basically uh, shot glitter off the top of the, the package and, and started spraying fart spray. So when people still and it, uh, he also I, I watched this whole like 45 minute video of the guy designing it where he set up uh, cell phone cameras, cell phones in it. There were four cell phones in that package. So they get so there were cameras shot out in every direction. And then the machine then it, it made it sprayed. uh it sprayed glitter all over the place, and it also had a, a, a thing with fart spray. We were spraying fart spray. Yeah, and it was so funny, you know, people just throwing it out. You know, so, you know, they didn't go deeper into looking into it. Once they smelled this fart spray and got the glitter all over the place, they threw out the box. And then he basically had GPS on 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 the phone so he could help find it I, later on. I think the funniest part about that whole thing was is it had they actually looked at it, mm-hmm. there was like, what was it? It was like. Four, five, six iPhones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He had he had four cell phones in there, one at each angle. That had they had they really looked at it, they could have they you know hey yeah I got myself four. Cell-. I mean of course he had the GPS on on all those things. So I'm pretty sure he all he had to do was just go look and and find out where the box was last and go right to the person's house. You know if they brought it home and stuff like that, which most people they would bring it home. I mean you know even if you open up the phone you know got the cameras in your car you're eventually going to take them home. You know, before you do go any deep investigating into the phones, so you know, I, I think that's a good thing. I, I think we should, we people should do more shit like that. That's fucking awesome. Uh, I saw someone said someone uh, they said that they took uh, when they cleaned their cat litter box, they took the cat shit and put it in a box and put it on their their doorstep to see if that's someone would hilarious. steal it. So shit like that. I mean, I mean, because people who steal boxes and shit like that, those are scumbags. And and I'm glad that guy developed that machine to fucking get those people like that. And uh, and that's it. I mean, I was I was gonna we weren't I, we could have talked about how Ellen, Kevin Hart went on Ellen today, at the day we were recording this, and uh, sort of you know apologizing for anti-gay statements that he said. 10 years ago when he said that if his son was playing with a dollhouse with his daughter's dollhouse, he would smack her over the head with the dollhouse. He would, he would bash. He literally said, I would hit my son over the head with the dollhouse and say, that's gay. And so, you know, I just find it interesting that like in the black community, gay, you know, people still, it's still, when you're, if you're black, it's still okay to bash gay people. Like in that community, like, they're gay, you fuck home, you homo, you know, 
but it's like they're a marginalized group themselves. I won't get into it, but my that was I, I was gonna get into. <laughs> the I was gonna, are Chris Cologne, and I know I'm just gonna say, you know, because I've been watching a lot of. Um, Listen, man, like, you gotta understand something. The the thing that's always bothered me about shit like this is when people bring up stuff that happened a decade ago, and yet you can't just, you know, you can't just let this guy just be fine. Like, I mean, I, I, this, I mean like... this is the same, this is in the same pocket of, of, of James Gunn. And, I, and the funny thing is that, yeah, I defended James Gunn. And, and I, you know, I guess I'd be a hypocrite if I'm not gonna defend James, Hart, uh, Kevin Hart also. But I'm just, you know, it's just, you know, I don't know. It just if in this situation, it feels disingenuous. It feels like Kevin Hart's just doing saying this just to fucking you know. Just no, to, I don't think he's saying that because his, his, his like career, his career his, was nowhere. What ten years ago, no one knew who the fuck Kevin Hart was. He was that guy from but like you. You want to know something, from though, Soul Chris? Plane. Like, like <laughs> there is nobody stepping up to the plate to take out to take over for Kevin Hart. Because this is that's why Kevin like a lot of people complain about Kevin Hart. Well, why is he still around? Why is he still doing this? Because he has he knows how to stay around. He yeah. partners with the Rock because if he partners with the Rock, he will stay around. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like this guy is an intelligent motherfucker, and people need to recognize that shit because this man will still be around. I mean, look at um. Well, he was smarter going that? on Ellen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that well, there's that too. I mean, who's the? I'm trying to think of who that who that person was. Um, God, what is his name? He he does Eddie Murphy's voice. Uh, he's a black comedian. I can't think of his name. Um, he's been on some shows, but he he hasn't really hit. He hasn't really like hit anything big. Like you, there's not you know there's no really like. I mean, that probably tells you why. I can't even think of his name off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. Um, But you understand what I'm saying? Like, there's no other black comedians out there that can do what Kevin Hart does. The kid, the guy, the guy literally does movies, still tours, and does comedy shows. And And I know he broke broke some sort of record. I want to say, like, you know, the most, it's either the most people at one stadium or, 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 like, could be. Or like the first comedian to sell out a stadium or something. You know, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. broke some record. Like, you know, you know, he he's broken records with his comedy. He was and, here in Rochester. He he did a he did a performance here in Rochester. The one thing I don't like about his his um his events is mm-hmm. that they confiscate your phone. Oh, well, yeah. Well, because the, the, uh, every comedian's got to do that. I mean, sh- and that's a whole other thing we could have talked about, <laughs> the Louis CK thing. You know, Louis CK, you know, did a whole set and you sort of like you know, I heard the set and, and it's sort of, it's like people are getting offended, but it's sort of like Louis CK was always offensive and don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think he's a fucking asshole, but that being said, if you weren't a fan of Louis CK before, you're not going to change now. <laughs> you exactly. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and he said some pretty offensive things and, you know, he said like, you know, he, 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 he said jokes that involved about, about the kids in the Parkland shooting, but he was sort of, I don't want to say he was being offensive just to be offensive, but I think people are taking extra offense because he's talking about kids that were in the Parkland shooting. And- yeah, I mean, I think honestly we're living in a, the problem is, Chris, we're living in a sensitive world now. Where everything is, every everybody takes offense to everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and that's that's part of the problem here. You know, you shit the wrong way, you get taken offense to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's. I mean, I say I'm I not. The, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying is this: if you were never a fan of him before, you're not going to be a fan of what he said now. Right. But then again, Probably. you know, he said offensive shit back then. He also, you know. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. He's always been offensive. That's sort of his angle, you know. But uh, you know, but Kevin Hart when he said taking the phones, I mean, you know, because you know he's you know he's trying to sell shit. 
you know, like everybody else, he's trying to sell shit to Netflix. He's, you know, he doesn't want, if he takes, if he, if he posts, let's just say he performs here in Rochester and, you know, Rochester is a relatively small town compared to other cities. And then he goes, and then someone from the Rochester show puts his shit up on Facebook, on, on, on YouTube, you know, that could affect his ticket sales when he goes to New York City. Because yeah. these guys, they don't end. They don't end in the bullshit. They don't end in small towns like Rochester. You know, they'll do their last show in Madison Square Garden or the Staples Center. You know, whatever. You know, he's he's gonna end somewhere big. He's not gonna let some fucking podunk small town like 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 Rochester, where some asshole has their phone uh, and 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 puts it up on YouTube. Uh, you know, to, to to spoil his show and and affect his ticket sales. You know, when he goes to New York City or something like that. So, you know, I mean, does it is it. Does it make me angry? Yeah, but I sort of, I I get it. <laughs> I mean, I I get it too, but I I kind of sit there and go, but what if I want to take pictures of being at this place? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it, I, it, it, you know, I understand the reasoning, but I also think it's stupid because then you're taking the interaction with fans away. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but you know, that's that's neither here nor there. We need to need to get going so let's yep. get on out of here yeah let's wrap it up that's, that's what she said that's what she said uh, <laughs> please visit two strangers one podcast.net we can find all things show related first and foremost you can find links to our itunes page so if you have an iphone an ipad or an ipod who the fuck still has an ipod but in case you do you can subscribe to us on itunes if that's how you get your your uh podcast um you can subscribe to us there if you don't have an iphone an ipad or ipod you could find us on the stitcher app that's s-t-i-t-c-h-e-r the stitcher app uh, for Android, actually for all devices, but this is what I use when, since I have an Android device. I don't have iTunes. I've, I listen to all my podcasts on the Stitcher app. You can put it on the Listen Later option and uh, available offline. So when you're uh, out and about, you're not killing your battery and you're not killing your data. Uh, pretty much every podcast worth listening to, since Stitcher is what I use, every podcast worth listening to is on there. You got, uh, you know, Kevin Smith's uh, Smodcast. Yeah, uh, you know Mark Marin's, you know WTF, and of course you got Paul's other baby, the Tsunami Faithful podcast, all available exactly. on Stitcher. Uh, so once again, you, do, you can download them when you're in a Wi-Fi spot and listen later without killing your battery or your data. Um, or of course you could find us on our actual hosting uh, site uh, on SoundCloud. You can find us on SoundCloud, the app. Um, I do make the episodes available for download if you want to do so. Uh, if you want to write to us, uh, and I checked the, I checked the email while we were recording. Unfortunately, Oscar, uh, is, uh, still hasn't decided to, uh, uh I think he only does this like once a month or once every once in a while. Yeah. So. He decided he doesn't want to bless us with, uh, his, his interactions with the show. But if you want to write Fine, to us, that way, Oscar. <laughs> the way he has in the past, you, you know, you want to write and call me a piece of shit or whatever. Um, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast. That's all spelled out at gmail.com. Two strangers one podcast. We want your money. We need your money. And until I set up a fucking Patreon, uh, you can find us on Facebook at <laughs> facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast, where it takes two seconds to like and share this episode, two seconds to like and share the page. Um, once again, you know, if you want to support the show, take two seconds and share us and like us uh, because, uh, you know, getting the word out always helps Chris uh, likes likes yeah i likes likes yeah um we got the we got the twitter up and running last uh, last episode so that's at stranger podcast uh if you want to interact with with us on uh twitter uh you could go and i put out i actually put out a stranger vlog which was like from earlier this year uh 
there's a strange oh did i put it out i know i i oh shit i may have not put it out <laughs> but you go go on youtube search for two strangers old podcast because anything you won't find on on soundcloud right now all the other five or six years worth of podcasts before that are all available on youtube just search for two strangers one podcast you can find links to my audiobook uh odd i see a tale from the road also on a two strangers one podcast page uh on youtube and then there's my stranger vlogs which i i i recorded one I could have. I might have uploaded it. I think I uploaded it. Yeah, uh, called Forum Suck. I don't know. Uh, I, <laughs> if not, I'll do it soon. But I, I, I have two more videos. Then I still have to put together my Comic Con once <laughs> from this year, which is like two, three months later. Uh, they'll all eventually go up to the YouTube page, so uh, you could search for us on YouTube. I can't think of anything, anything else. I acquiesce the forty. All right. Well, you can find me. On Twitter at Paul Pascrillo, you can uh, email me. It's paulpascrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. And uh, if you're on Discord, it's discord.com or Discord, the Tsunami Faithful Discord. You can just at me at Paul Pascrillo there. And uh, yeah, that's basically how you can reach out. So yeah. Well, we certainly hope you guys had as much fun listening as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. Yo should be fapping. Sick bastard. <laughs> All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double that? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But... <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Oh, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. 
I'm gonna run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says that that spells it, but still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his book, Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. How is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex but... sells. Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.